Welcome to the Kept From Sleep podcast. Join us as we tell our tales of terror and suspense. Listen at your own risk and prepare to be kept from sleep. Tonight's tale, The Gift of Grief. Ouija board? Exactly! Come on, it'll be fun! Jackson stood before us, proudly displaying an aged pearl white board out in front of us with a toothy white grin painted across his face. Where did you even get that? Do you remember that occult store we passed when we first came into town? I thought that place was condemned. Jackson, my older brother, turned to me expectantly. Come on, man. You love this stuff. I mean, why else would we drive all the way down to Lovecraft Lake Lodge, the most haunted hotel in the state, for your birthday? Uh, I guess I'm okay with it. My older brother turned to his girlfriend, Sasha, with a wry smile. Come on, Sasha. Let's live a little. Are we sure that this is the best idea? I mean, there is a difference between staying in a supposedly haunted room and actively contacting the dead. You guys are lame. Fine. If it'll get you to shut up, then I'm in. That's the spirit, little bro. Sasha? I don't know. But I'll shut up. Fine. I'm sure it's worth it. Jackson rushed around the large suite, lighting candles and dimming the lights. We dragged a low coffee table into the middle of the room and arranged the board and planchette upon it. Everybody ready? The sky outside had darkened, leaving the room with an eerie glow as candlelight illuminated the dark lettering of the aged board. Jackson sat at the head of the small table, with Sasha and I occupying the opposite sides. He looked at each of us for a response, but only received solemn nods in return. Good enough. Hands in. Our hands met upon the planchette, and Jackson began the seance by moving the cursor to the word hello near the bottom of the board. Sasha's hands rested near mine, and my cheeks grew hot. I've always had feelings for her. But she always saw me as a child, despite the short two-year gap in our age. Jackson noticed the tint of my cheeks and the light smile pulling at the corners of my lips and grimaced. He too knew my feelings and it had caused a chasm between us. My name is Jackson. These are my friends Jason and Shasha. If there are any spirits that exist in this room, can you give us a sign? We sat in silence for several minutes, staring intently at the motionless planchette. Well, this is boring. What the hell was that? (laughs) Still bored now? No one answered as the sound of the planchette scraping against the board struck us mute. Our hands all laid at our side, and our eyes stared transfixed at the cursor moving by itself across the pearl board. P. R. E. S. E-N-T. Present? What is it talking about? Do you think it- Sasha wasn't able to finish her sentence, cut off by the planchet shifting about the board once again. N-E-X-U-S. Nexus. What the hell is a nexus? Not again! L. E. T. M. E. O. U. T. Let me out. No, uh, this is too much. 
I reach to grab the planchet and spell out goodbye, but an incredible heat emanated from the board. I pulled away with a shout and glanced down at the scarring of my fingertips. Jackson, stop this! Jackson stared down at the board unblinkingly, as if in a trance. Jackson! Jackson quickly snapped out of whatever trance the board had locked him in and rushed to his feet. The planchet! Destroy it! A loud humming had filled the room as the three of us tried to brave the heat and reach the planchet. I watched in stunned horror as it slowly spelled out one last word. A. R. K. H. Y. M. Arkham. Jackson! Please do something! Jackson rushed the board once again, this time using his shirt to cover the burning board. No! You idiot! The board laid in two pieces, broken over Jackson's knee. The hum that filled the room slowly died down, followed by the heat leaving the room cold and empty. What the hell was that? You can't break a Ouija board! Why not? Seemed to solve the problem. Jackson didn't stop to listen, instead throwing the broken pieces into the fireplace, followed quickly by a lit match. No! The roaring flames ate up the wood, which released an unearthly scream. We all shielded our ears until the screaming died down to a whimper, then faded entirely. What the fuck was that? You broke the board! You should never break a Ouija board! If the connection needs to be severed, you say goodbye and break the planchette! You mean the planchette that was moving by itself? The planchette that was too hot to touch? Jackson, calm down! Jason, let me see your hand. Sasha took my hand gingerly, causing the redness to return to my cheeks while Jackson and I stared daggers at each other. We all glanced at each other in concern, not knowing if this was part of the disastrous seance or just a normal visitor. Hello? Is anybody there? Jackson, would you get that? Sasha attended to the minor burns I had received while Jackson opened the door, revealing a stuffy old man in management attire. Excuse me, but can I please ask you to keep the noise down? Lovecraft Lodge does not tolerate rowdiness and disruptions. If you can't be quiet, then you will be asked to leave the premises without a refund. We're very sorry, sir. We'll be more careful from now on. The hotel manager flashed us a bullshit smile before turning to leave. Please, enjoy your stay. Wait! The hotel manager turned back to us with a brief grimace before putting on his customer service face. Yes. How may I help you? The stories about this suite. The ghost stories. Is there any truth to them? Stories are just that. Stories. In my 20 years here, I've never seen a spook, specter, or a ghost. Thank you. Sorry to bother you. What an ass. Don't be a dick, Jackson. Whatever. I'm going to bed. Jackson tossed me one last dirty look before heading off to bed. Sorry about that. I don't know what's gotten into him. He, he's always like that. You're just never around to see it. Sasha put on a brave face and kissed the top of my forehead before following my brother to bed. Happy birthday, Jason. <gasps> Hello? I awoke to the sound of scratching coming from the living room and glanced at the clock on my nightstand. Midnight. <sighs> Happy birthday, me. 
I stumbled out from my private room into the living area in search of the scratching sound that had awoken me. Hello? Jackson's suitcase sat near the front door and with a slight rattle fell over, giving me a start and speeding up my tired heart. Jason. Jackson? I swear to God, if you're playing a prank on me... There's a gift for you in my bag. I spun in a circle searching for my older brother, but he was nowhere to be found. A rustling sound could be heard coming from Jackson's bag, and an unknown force compelled me forward. A small wooden box, coated and sealed in a red wax, sat atop my brother's belongings. I withdrew the box and the card that sat underneath it. Happy birthday, little bro. Here's another piece of the occult for your collection. Open it. I smiled, carrying the box with me into the small kitchenette and digging through the drawer for a knife. Let's see what's inside. A strong wind blew through the room as I cut the wax seal, opening the empty box. Scratch marks gouged the wood as if something had once been trapped inside and sought a way out. What a ripoff. Great present, Jackson. It'll really go with my collection. With the disappointment of another birthday, I left the empty box on the kitchen counter and marched back to bed. Fucking kids. How could those little bastards even afford the presidential suite? Hello? Hello. Who's there? He seeks you. What? Who's there? He finds you. Now, you show yourself. He needs you. Now that's it. I'm calling the cops. He takes you. What the hell? Have pride. No! Please! Your soul will feed him. Your soul will feed the Nexus. I need more. You shall have them. You shall have all of them. I know you will deliver. We have a deal after all. I promised you your freedom. And I delivered. I will honor our agreement. And I know just where to start. What the hell? Sunlight slapped against my tired eye through a crack in the blinds. I woke with a start hearing Sasha cry out, and I rushed towards her cry. Jason? Jackson? Who is responsible for this? Jackson and I met in the hallway, exchanging worried looks before hastily entering the common area. Who is responsible for this? Neither of us answered, staring intently at the charred Ouija board from the night earlier, sitting atop the coffee table. What the fuck? Jason? It wasn't me! Bullshit! You're the one obsessed with this crap! You- Wait. Jackson halted his tirade, marching into the adjoining kitchen and picking up the empty box. You went through my stuff? I I thought- Didn't you tell me to open it last night? What? No! This is a Dybbuk box. You're not supposed to open it. Wait, why not? The story behind these boxes is that an evil spirit is sealed inside. Breaking the seal and opening the box releases the spirit. I thought it would be a cool piece for your collection. He seeks you. Did you hear that? Not now, Jason. He finds you. No, 
Seriously, did anyone hear that? Not now! Jackson slammed the empty box against the counter before storming off to his bedroom. He needs you. Jackson! Come on, I'm sorry! Grow up! Sasha pushed past me, following Jackson and leaving me alone with a voice that only I could hear. He takes you. I spun in a circle and a scream caught in my throat. I take you. I'm sure he didn't mean to hurt your feelings. He's still a kid after all. I know. Honestly, I'm not all that upset. It's like all of a sudden I couldn't fight a rage that I had never felt before. A rage that didn't feel mine. Give me your pocket knife. What? No. Now, Jackson, please, just trust me. Jackson didn't argue, begrudgingly tossing me the small knife he always kept in his back pocket. I quickly rushed to carve a protective glyph on the door. I had little faith that it would work since I had learned it from some bullshit occult book, but I didn't have any other cards to play. What the hell, man? You just lost us our deposit. It's a protective glyph to keep us safe from evil spirits. Evil spirits? Jason, the manager said that this place was not haunted. We all stood in a hushed silence, waiting with bated breath. Hello? Is anybody there? Jesus, Jason! Don't open that door, Sasha. (sighs) It's fine. No! Sasha froze near the doorknob, staring at me expectantly. What is your problem, man? You've ruined this trip. Well, what do you have to say for yourself? It's okay, son. You can open the door. See? Grow up, Jason. Don't worry. You will be spared. After all, you did free me from that damn box. Everyone froze once again, all eyes locked on the slowly rattling handle. Let. Me. In. Oh shit! Sasha. Open the door. L-E-T-M-E-I-N. Let. Me. In. We sat in a corner, huddled against the far-off screams. The morning sky had darkened as the hours of screaming passed and faded. I can't take this anymore. We gotta get out of here. How? We're 15 stories up! And our phones don't have service. Jackson turned to me, his face a mask of accusation. This is all your fault! You opened the fucking box! Don't put this blame on me. You're the one who bought that box and that damned board. Everybody calm down. Jason... Can you put it back in the box? What? No. Just because I enjoy the occult doesn't mean I'm a savant. There's got to be a way out of here. I haven't heard any movement outside recently. We're probably alone right now. What? You want us to run for it? I don't have any other ideas. Except... The window. We won't survive a fall from this height! I know. That's the point. No. No, that is not an option. You heard the screaming. I don't want to end up like them. 
You don't have to. We all turned towards the door as a shadow appeared under the door frame. I've already said, your life will be spared. If you cooperate, of course. Jason? What is he talking about? He and I do have a deal. He'd never do that to us. I think he will. Jackson turned to me, his begging eyes peering into my soul. The look of sheer terror on his face couldn't help but bring a smile to mine. He's talking about the deal we made last night. What a ripoff. Great present, Jackson. It'll really go with my collection. I turned back, heading towards my bedroom when I heard the scraping of wood and caught the scent of burnt wood. The burnt Ouija board sat on the coffee table and a healed planchet laid atop it. I felt a pull, try as I might to avoid it, and found myself sitting near the board and wiping away the soot. The planchet slid across the charred wood, powered by an unseen force, and all I could do was stare. The letters were barely visible through the burns, but I was still able to make out the message. T-H-A-N-K-Y-O-U Thank you. Well, you're welcome. R-E-W-A-R- D. Reward. A shadow formed over the board, and I slid away from it in an instant. Don't be afraid. The shadow extended a wispy arm, and I shook it gingerly, pulling back a clammy hand. Who are you? Who I am is not important. It's what I can offer you that is. I owe you a reward. After all, you freed me from that damn box. Think of me as a genie. You freed from a bottle. And I've earned a reward for this? Of course. And I know what it is. How, how could you know that? I can see into your heart. Do you know what I see? My cheeks warmed and I quickly turned away. Sasha, you can't hide your feelings from me. Doesn't matter. She chose my brother. I can take him out of the picture for you. What? No, I couldn't. And you wouldn't. All you have to do is keep them from leaving the hotel, and I will handle the rest. He's my brother. Your words don't feel me, boy. I can see through you. This is what you want. I know it is. A slow smile crossed my face as I stared at the shadow. Deal. Shadow stood in the open doorway as Jackson and Sasha huddled in the corner. A deal is a deal, after all. I will honor my end. Jason, please don't do this. Don't worry, Sasha. The deal is only for my brother's life, so you and I can be together. Tears flowed freely down Sasha's face as she shared furtive looks with Jackson. What do you say, Sasha? Come with me, or die with him. Sasha turned to Jackson and gave him a slow kiss goodbye before standing and walking towards me. Our deal is complete. You two are free to go. My hand wrapped around Sasha's and we left my brother to his fate. 
She put on a brave face that only lasted until my brother's screams began. Luckily, the annoying noise died away as we entered in the elevator. Time to start our lives together. Sasha didn't answer. Instead, she stared stoically forward as we entered the lobby. Jackson's bright red truck sat near the edge of the parking lot. I looked up towards the windows on the 15th floor to see the shadow offering me a goodbye wave. I waved back before hopping in the driver's seat and turning on the engine. I reached up to adjust the mirror, seeing a bony face staring at me from the back seat. The deal you and the Dybbuk made to spare your life has been honored. You and I, however, have no such deal. No! Help! He seeks you. He finds you. He needs you. He takes you. Thank you for listening to our Twisted Tales. The Gift of Grief was written by Shane Adams and produced by Jeremy Nichols of Coco Break Studios. Jason was played by Ryan Toto. Jackson was played by Adam Darby. Sasha was played by Alyssa Wright. The hotel manager was played by Jeremy Nichols. The Dybbuk was played by Callum Barclay. I'm your host, Adam Darby. Join us again next time and be kept from sleep once again. <laughs>